fall is back. Welcome back, students, to yet another grueling year dealing with school, teachers, and assignments, and getting up early, dealing with that routine. Oh, God, man, I'm so blessed that I don't have to go back to school anymore. And hopefully if you're listening to this, you don't have to either. If you're still in school, I feel for you. But just know, time goes by really fast. So you're going to, at at some point, be at that podium graduating and not deal with school any longer. And just know that if you're still in school, you're very young. Very, very young. So definitely have that on the plus side. But anyway, I mention that because summer over... And I might as well, with, you know, today being mid-September, might as well give you a little bit of a recap of my summer. And you might say, well, hold on, whoa. You don't typically talk about yourself in this way that much, like almost like bragging. And yes, that is very true. But what I will say is that, number one, a lot of people might ask me, oh, what did you do during the summer? This episode covers that. Number two, it gives you suggestions on where to go, maybe things to do next summer. I mean, it doesn't even have to be in the summer. It could be in the winter, could be in the spring. I mean, these are places that I totally recommend, mostly if you're into baseball, but it could also give you ideas about what to do, say, with the family. I'm going to get into that in a little bit, and it's really not that long. Might as well put some content out there, but yes. Either way, hello everyone. Back to high voltage with Dole. Let us let us begin what I did for this summer. Okay. The first thing that comes to mind, June, it was like, I don't know, the twenty third or something like that. Or twenty fourth. I go on the road from where I am to Cincinnati. Cincinnati has a lot of beautiful people. Okay, let's just get that out of the way. I mean, men and women, the game that we went to, there was just so many attractive people out there. Let's just let's just put it like that. And if you ever go to Cincinnati, try to recognize like the looks of these people. Maybe it just has to do with the fashion. Maybe it's just, you know, they, they really show up and show out when's the uh, when the summer begins. But I was and maybe just maybe these people go to ballparks, maybe not necessarily in the city. But why did I go to Cincinnati? Yes, I saw a baseball game. And yes, was it worth driving eight hours in one day? Yes, because this is the game that Ellie De La Cruz, one of my favorite players, hit for the cycle. This was a high-scoring game against the Atlanta Braves. The Braves were coming in, winning like 11 games. The Reds coming in, winning like seven games. It was phenomenal. And I mean, we didn't even get there because the drive was so long until like the third or fourth inning. And we missed a little bit of, of the cycle. We missed a little bit of the action. But the game was so long because of the slugfest that we were able to see at least two hours of it in our seats. So that was the best. I've never been to a game at a most perfect time like that one. Like it was Friday night. It, everyone show, showed up. It was sold out. And uh, the weather was great, and it's an amazing ballpark. Great America Ballpark is in my top five because you have the river right there, 
basically separating between Ohio and, and Kentucky. Uh, you also have the fact that, you know, just the, the you have the, depending where you sit, I, I get that, but the skyline of the city is behind home plate. It's a pretty nice and big ballpark to look around and walk. Obviously, the team is young, energetic, fun. The crowd was getting into it, and they seemed like they were finally, like, like re-energized uh, because they really do like their baseball team. It's one of the oldest teams. So I definitely do recommend going to Cincinnati. And we walked around the city a little bit. You know, we had a little bit of time. Maybe one day I go back there. I want to see more of the city. I want to see a little bit more of Ohio, Western Ohio. The fact that I did do Canton. I did go to Cleveland. Now let me see a little bit more of Ohio rather than just going for one one thing. Because it, Ohio is right next to PA. I want to see what, the, what they're about. So definitely that was... And then from Cincinnati, we drove to Detroit. Now I don't really necessarily recommend Detroit... Because, you know, depending where you are, it's it, it could get really bad. But we went to a Tigers game, really underrated stadium. It's right, like literally next to the where the Lions play. And you have a beautiful skyline of the, of the city. We did not see the city. And I did not talk to too many people there. Because there wasn't that many people there. I mean, the Tigers are just in rebuild. So, you know, they're not like that good. There's no really point in seeing them. And uh, it wasn't really like a great game i mean that the twins were in town well that was kind of cool but you know at the end of the day i'm trying to see all the stadiums and it's great when you have a road trip you get to see many different things you you have a good time with the buddies that you go with and you if you're a big baseball guy or gal then you accomplish two things you get to see the stands and you get to be a part of that city at least for a little bit it, it, like saying that you've been there I want to go to all the states so it's almost like killing a lot of birds with one stone and I'll definitely say with Detroit that um it, they're not known for deep deep dish, deep dish pizza okay that is Chicago so I got that mixed up I thought it was a Detroit thing it's actually a Chicago thing so don't get the pizza maybe go to the University of Michigan Ann Arbor and uh stick with that but Detroit all I know from what I've been told from talking to the usher at the game that the deeper you are in Detroit, the better it is. On the outskirts of the city, it's pretty bad. So a little bit like Philly. A little bit. Like I thought Temple was a little bit more so in Philly, but I guess if you think about City Hall, it's not too, too bad. So Detroit has that reputation, but it's nearly not as bad as it actually is. Okay. Next. Because I have a because, you know, this this is just what we do. Brooklyn, minor league game. And I might also mix in Bowie. Bowie was actually the last thing I did for the summer. But both of these are minor league games. So I went to Brooklyn. A friend of mine lives in New York. So it was kind of obvious to ask him and, and meet him there. Brooklyn is is okay. It's decent. It was It's not clean. It's a little bit dirty. You get some weird people at it at night. It was like, I don't know, 9 or 10 o'clock on a, a Saturday night. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the stadium itself, you know, we're talking about single A, so it's not that great of a stadium. It, it, it was right next to all the rides. So I really enjoyed the background. The water was also right there. So it kind of was uh, Coney Island. I should I should mention that. Brooklyn and Coney Island, kind of like one and the same. So that was neat. And almost like walking the boardwalk as if you were in Jersey. So it gave 
me an impression about New York that I don't typically see, and that's, you know, the Long Island side of it. The fact of the matter is, you know, I hate New York City, but also you have another aspect to New York, and it has nothing to do with New York City. So that was a good reminder. And again, when it came to baseball, I mean, seeing it with a friend of mine, catching up with him, because I typically don't. He lives up there. I live down here. Baseball in, in between and just walking around, just seeing different things. He hasn't been in there in a long time. I've never been there. So that was good to, to see with all the all the carnival rides and just kind of get re- reminisce a little bit when it comes to the childhood. And when it comes to the Bowie, it was eh. I mean, me and Greg talked about minor league stands before. He has not been to either one of these. And uh, Bowie, I mean, two-hour drive. You have a bunch of forests in the outfield. So if a ball goes over the fence, it's going to get go into the forest a little bit like Scranton. But the forest is um, all the way in the back. So you actually can walk the outfield in between the wall and the forest. There's a walkway that people can, you know, see the scoreboard. And, you know, there might be some activities out there. But... You cannot walk the outfield in Bowie because the forest is the is right next right up to the fence. So that was a little bit disappointing that I could not walk the whole field that's just foul pole, foul pole. And that, you know, I can't like sit up on the grass or maybe, you know, interact with the center fielder. Uh that you just have to stay within a certain limit. But that but they do really like their minor league baseball the people in maryland i mean they they have it in norfolk which is which is right off the border when it comes to maryland and virginia um they have it in aberdeen in delmarva to which i've been to all of those uh except norfolk so um definitely when it comes to minor league games you love yourself some baseball it's cheap you get some really good seats and just you get to see different kinds i don't want to see different kinds of people but you get to see people that typically do not go to major league games for the most part because minor league stands are all over the country but only but in baseball you only have 30 teams so that's where i'm like with minor league teams you have a lot of people going to games to see certain minor league teams and that's their team if they want to see a game live they go to this they could go on you know they could go tv and watch the orioles play but they don't want to watch a game live but maybe they want to travel the whole distance like an hour and a half let's say then you got this team 10 minutes away from you so it's just kind of like reinvigorating that respect and appreciation for the minor leagues was definitely the biggest takeaway in which you know Try to go to some. I, Greg has done it. I've done it. At least ten games, I believe. I mean, I did independent, uh, the independent league. There's one at Lancaster. There's another one. I forget. Point is, is that go to games. It's fun. They're getting way faster. It's it's definitely worth seeing your baseball. Now we actually had a family reunion out in New Jersey, like, we're talking about cousins I've never seen before, people I've never heard of, I mean, but for the most part, and I know people marry and change their last name, but we're all Archdiaconos, like, our main name was Archdiacono, except for the in-laws that were there, so it was phenomenal to have, it seemed like almost like 100 people, uh, we're talking, I should say more so, like, 75, 80 maybe, but a lot of people show up to this farm, and there's a history with that farm, one of the archdiaconos owned it before before it changed hands but 
just talking to different people, people that I I have seen before and, and catching up with them. For someone who loves tradition and has immense respect for family, this was nothing like it. This was unbelievable. I, I hope that we can do it again at some point. And other families throughout the world should do this. And I know it's not easy. I know with our family, we're relatively close in terms of distance. I mean, there might be a few people that live on the west of the Mississippi River, but still, we're relatively in the PA, New York, Jersey, Delaware kind of area, maybe some in Maryland. So I'm, I'm very happy that it worked out and seeing a whole lot of people and having some relation, blood related, it was quite honestly kind of, uh, it got to me. It, it was it was really cool and be really cool to, to see more of those happen within your families because I always say, I always go to the root of things. It's really about where it began, right? And you, and blood is thicker than water. And uh, you always have to go back to the origins. And so with us being there, and there's a lot of historical pictures that were, that were placed, it really just reminds you and, and reinvigorates your, your love for the history of your family members that came before you, the ones that without them, we wouldn't be here, that kind of thing. And that's a big deal. So it was great seeing them. Hopefully you can do that within your family members too. Like we're talking about extended family and hopefully it could be a, an annual occurrence. The next big thing is uh, Williamsport, home of the Little League World Series tournament. Uh, if you guys remember, I know it's been a while, and you know some of you don't even remember what happened yesterday, let alone a month ago. But we had a, a baseball team, Little League players from media, do very well, go all the way to the Little League World Series. And when they were playing the game in which they got eliminated, we... Me, me and, and two of my buddies went to that game. We drove three hours up to Williamsport, which is the middle of PA, a little bit up north, but still. And let me tell you something. It is a baseball festival. Like, you know how St. Dennis has their fairs. They have a whole bunch of rides, you know, whatever. A bunch of people coming together, and it's not too much territory. You have two stadiums. You have some statues. You have you know, some places to, to go eat, mostly food trucks, and of course they have a little gift shop, and you have walkways, you know, whatever. It was all relevant to baseball, all consistent. A lot of parents, a lot of tourists, a lot of kids, and just baseball. If you are someone that really loves baseball or just loves that concept, whether it's being a kid again, especially going down the hill, oh my God, let me tell you something. As someone who's... In their mid-twenties, it's not easy going down the hill. But you might have to do a penguin style where, you know, you're going down with, with like, your chest, your stomach, rather than going on a car, piece of cardboard on your butt. Like, I'm just telling you what it, how, how it is as you get older. Like, kids, they make it look so easy going down that hill. It's not as you get older. So, getting back to my original point, it really was a culmination of just love for baseball and it was beautiful to see and we we got to see media play unfortunately they lost we got to see two other games that happened because we that was one of the earlier games of the day and then you have MLB players 
that were there. National players, Phillies players. Now, the only Philly players I ran into was Bryce Harper. I, I don't know why I didn't run into other Philly players that the national players were the only ones that took the time to walk around right next to the hill that I just mentioned. So that was phenomenal. Like, you had play, kids just going to, like, to MLB players and, and, you know, like, getting, like, in bunches and crowning them, asking for their autographs, pictures. It was really great to see. And it reminded me, my, my time as a kid to get an autograph has passed. Like, it's their time. It's not my time anymore. And they're human beings. But, again, I'm 20-something. These kids are young. Prioritize the kids. That's really what matters. But you're watching kids play. I mean, that's really cool that I don't know any of these kids. It's like going to a random park and watching kids play. But instead, it has it's on national television. It's a big tournament. It's in Williamsport. There's a lot of history and legacy to it. So it was it was awesome to be a part of it. Big trip that I did was Chicago. <sighs> Man, I can go on and on about, about this, but I'll keep it short. Chicago is a city where, yes, it does have a little bit of a bad reputation. But if you go during the day and spend a lot of time, first of all, you have to be in the right areas for sure. You can get by in Chicago without getting shot. Like I was actually very nervous about that going into this trip. Like I didn't know how I was going to fare out. But not only did I take the trains a lot, and their trains are actually pretty nice. Like I like um, not nice as in clean, and you know it's what you expect from a train. It's very useful, resourceful, rather than taking Uber or taxis, which I don't really trust that anyway. I don't really want to interact with a stranger, I'll be honest. But anyway, a lot of places to get food. Their deep dish pizza is the bomb. Absolutely, you got to try it. Harry's Carries, the restaurant, the memorabilia that they have there. It's an iconic announcement if you don't know who that person is. And just their food, legendary. And it lives up to to the hype of uh, that iconic restaurant, that iconic announcer for the Chicago Cubs. Tons of skyscrapers. Like literally anywhere where you are in Chicago, there's a skyscraper right there. It's like in Utah or Colorado or maybe depending on where you are, like up north. Like if you have mountains or forests and like you're miles away, you can still see it from where you are. Like that's just how tall and, and just the architecture it's phenomenal. It's recognizable. Like Sears Tower, for example, Willis Tower. No matter where you are, you, you can probably see it. So that was that was a unique aspect that I didn't realize I was going to run into. But definitely take a trip. Whether it's seeing a friend, which I did. He, he's been there for like six months. Was excellent tour guide. Telling us like this and that. Helping us along the way. And just catch up with him was really awesome. Really made the trip come full circle and seeing the culture a little bit seeing different kinds of people seeing that ah you know what this is like philly this is kind of like new york this is chicago and that's kind of part of what traveling is you have to experience it for yourself and kind of interpret it for how you see it and compare i'm a person that compares me you're not but what i definitely will say is that i have respect for chicago now don't get me wrong the south side and even bother with the south side we went to a white sauce game me and my one friend from new york not the best game an average stadium at best huge scoreboard absolutely humongous maybe one of the biggest in baseball but then we got out <laughs> we did not mess with the south side but wrigley 
and the north side, I feel like is actually underestimated because stadiums, when we talk about stadiums, you know, we talk about the dimensions, we may talk about the wall, like the Green Moss, for example. Obviously, Wrigley has Ivy. You have the rooftops. It's one of one of the oldest stadiums. It's, it's classic. It's still held, it still holds up really well. You have the, the scoreboard outside the stadium. But really what made it were the fans. The Cubs fans are the best in baseball. They uphold traditions, such as the seven inning stretch, such as when the Cubs win. They sing the Go Cubs Go song. No one left. It was it was a fast game. It was like two hours, I know. But typically, people leave. Cause you, it, and, it, and, it's, and it's daytime. And, and, you know, like, people got things to do. doesn't matter. They need. They wanted to stay. They needed to stay. All of them were decked out in Cubs gear. It was phenomenal. And just being a part of the tradition, being part and, and singing. So that trip. Going to Chicago went very smoothly. I recommend that you go to a similar place. Maybe it's Atlanta. Maybe it's Minneapolis, Milwaukee. I mean, St. Louis, Kansas City. Like, go out to the middle of the U.S. or or south. I mean, if you want to see Dallas, Houston, be my guest. Like, there's definitely a lot of things to do. I'm not a city guy, but I know that's where the action is. And I know most people like cities. Go with a friend. Or visit a friend and just make the best fit. Because this country has a lot to offer. This world has a lot to offer. And might as well dabble a little bit with the smaller stuff. It's it's easier to do domestic than it is international, trust me. You don't have to deal with customs and it's definitely way cheaper with the flight. Lastly, mainly for trips, that is it. But when it comes to everything else, I do want to mention a few things. Number one, an escape room. You guys know me. I like the law. I like mysteries. I like, you know, problem solving, whatever. This was perfect for that. Now, I did it with three of my friends, but still. Like, teamwork, huge. Challenging, very much so. Time limit, so you got to be efficient. Like, I do really suggest trying an escape room. There is two, for some reason, basically next to each other in Camp Prussia. And it was it was fun. I mean, we didn't complete it within the hour, but I, I, I think you would. And you wouldn't know until you tried. That was something that I did for, for my birthday. And then just hopefully you guys did this. Exercise. So I definitely played tennis a lot. I had a coworker who was, uh, who's getting more and more into tennis. I had a former teammate reach out. We did it on a weekly basis. It, it, it was very necessary to... Had that not only for the body, but to let out some of maybe any frustration or anger, or, or maybe just tell myself, okay, I'm limiting up to this, or I'm like challenging myself, like having something to measure and, and being able to control it in an athletic, competitive kind of way. Because my work is not really that competitive. And I, and I know, you know, playing fantasy f- baseball and being a part of fantasy football, but it didn't. It wasn't really in a stage where I had to be that competitive. And plus, again, I wasn't in control of it. So at least with tennis, and I, and the U.S. Open was great to watch. Hopefully you guys watched it. And also you had Wimbledon go on as well. And of course, there probably were some movies I saw. Not that it really matters. But you need to have your exercise. And you need just to have your version of fun. And I love playing tennis. Love the competition. Love 
everything about it. Like I said, it's the best sport out there. You should check out that episode. And lastly, I got back into swimming. I'm not a big water guy. I do not like the beach. I do not like the pool. But I'm like, you know what? I play tennis a lot. I play basketball. play some baseball. Why not try swimming and see how that affects my body? And I'll tell you something. It's very useful in the way that it uses different muscles. I've said before, you want to play as many sports as you can because every sport focuses on different muscles. So with swimming, it definitely utilizes a lot with the shoulders as well as stamina. Now, you might say with any sport, it tests your stamina, but you don't have to play basketball if you're playing by yourself for that long. Baseball, same thing. Golf or tennis. Tennis, it tests your stamina a little bit as you get older, in my opinion, but Swimming, there's no choice, but it tests your stamina because it's a matter of how long it comes to like how well you breathe and and how and, and you know like how long you can whether stay underwater or you know how long you can swim for without stopping. I mean, we're not professional swimmers, and like it's it's not necessarily like we're trying to go that fast. And even if we were, that takes up more and more energy. It takes a lot of energy, so dealing with that. And again, dealing more a little bit more with the feet, but not pressing it to the ground. A little bit with the ankles and just, there's definitely some technique to it rather than just going loosey-goosey with it. And that's, you could say right there, that's who I am. I like to try new things or get into get back into some of that maybe I haven't done in a long time. Because I'm not that kind of person that I want to be predictable and do the same thing over and over again. With tennis, I mean, I haven't played tennis in a while. Because I played a whole lot in the summer. So I've taken up a little bit of a break from it. You could say maybe I'm a little bit inconsistent like that. But consistently for good reason. And I guess through this theme. What I'm saying right now. Trying different things and being open minded. For the better good of what the world has to offer. And of course adding to your experience and knowledge of what you already have. Is kind of like the theme for today's episode. I hope that you guys have had a good summer. I hope that so far, I know it's still very early, that you had an, an excellent fall up to this point. And hopefully, if you want, you share your summer stories with me now that I've told you everything that there is to know about what I did this summer. Because quite honestly, and I don't want to get on another tangent, but I did ask people at the, at the bars whenever I did go, what places have you been to? You know, come on, make me jealous. I only got Colorado and Cancun. That's it. I talked to at least like 15 people. I only got two answers from two separate people. It's ridiculous. And I mean, I can't blame Havertown and the people in Havertown. I mean, we're down to earth. We're simple-minded, right? We go to work. We, we go out on a Friday or Saturday. And then we just repeat it every week. We work out, go to work. We make money. We like to have fun whatever whether it's going to a restaurant or or drinking or whatever but it's not really to the extent of traveling it's not for everybody all i would say is that try it before you say no i don't really want to and again it's not just about that there is money involved and you have to as someone who's cheap you should know i'm a very cheap person i always tell myself and i tell others it's worth it Someone who's cheap doesn't spend the money like I've spent with all the things I've told you because it isn't worth it. It absolutely is. Otherwise, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go. You do you. I do me. And hopefully we meet back here 
sometime soon. Listen to previous episodes. We got your back on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Reach out to us if you have any questions or feedback. Love you. Love others. Spread the love, not the hate. And I catch you on the other side. Thank you and go birds. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at High Voltage with Double A.